It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. That's my guy. They they have you do that at the Pids game. Gotta mm. hand bring water in, but take that label off. Be responsible, you know. I love that. I love I love good like no free ad. Just standing strong on no free ads. Exactly. I they don't. Want, yeah, you can't pan to the crowd and have some Evian bottle. You know. Oh my god! Don't even say that, bro. What I shouldn't have said it. Damn it all! What am I doing? Truly, What's Ryan. Wrong with you. Uh, redact that, yeah, yeah. Make sure that doesn't make it into the audio <laughs> yes. version. Yeah, um, please, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dre, this weekend featured a really sad moment for me. Oh, oh no! Tell me. Yeah. Um. So, uh, as you know, mostly thanks to you, like I've become a huge UFC guy, um, yeah. and. I, I've, like, reached full addiction levels. Like, mm-hmm. um, on Saturday, gosh, I can't even remember what I was doing during the day. Oh, but yeah, the Broncos game. Jeez, that was forgettable. Um, mm. Yep, it was. And, like, afterwards, Allie was like, oh, like, maybe we can just, like, chill and watch a movie. And I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then as we were eating dinner, I just saw, like, an ad on TV at the restaurant we were at. Um, no free ads for what restaurant I went to, but it was really nope. good. Um, and I was like, oh, uh, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but, uh, UFC's on tonight. <laughs> and in the moment uh, I was like, I felt guilty because I was like, man, it's such a weak card. Like, I just, I, I feel, I feel bad about 
doing this when every like all the favorites are heavy favorites, blah blah. Right. So I was like right. wrestling with it. Got home, like just chilling. Allie got into a TikTok um rabbit hole and I was like, All right, I'm clear to just watch UFC then. Nice. Um, nice. And then of course, maybe the greatest knockout in UFC history happens in the main event. And yeah. I had no one to talk to about it. Like I didn't know who to text because um you're usually my guy. I texted you and I and right after I texted you, I remember you said, like, oh God, RK is gonna be texting you about UFC while I'm at the Rapids game. Right. Right. And so then I'm just like spamming like I'm like in the Madden chat, like, hey, anyone watch that UFC? Like, I just needed someone to like uh, obviously you see the reactions on Twitter, but I just wanted to talk with someone about what I just saw because it was legitimately one of the most shocking events I've ever seen in sports, straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I described it on Twitter as a team being down 28 points uh, and scoring a 29-point Hail Mary on the last play. Mm-hmm. Like, that's essentially what happened. Uh, um, this dude, what is his name? Leon Sanders. No, Leon Edwards. Edwards. <laughs> Damn. Sorry, uh, sorry for the disrespect, Leon. Um this dude, Leon Edwards, was legitimately done. He was done. He hadn't done anything for two and a half rounds, you know, down to what everyone says is the best pound-for-pound pound fighter in UFC, just getting walloped, dude. He was being taken down at will and then just, like, pinned. Like, he wasn't even moving around. Like, uh, my boy Herb Dean had to say a couple times, like, hey, let's work, let's work. Like, this is this is important. Um, and then out of nowhere... Drops the left kick to the dome, knockout. I've never been happier about losing a parlay. Like our yeah. parlay was alive and well at that moment, and um, actually it wasn't because no. Mulan. But I yeah, Mulan I, screwed us. I was kind of pissed at you by this point because I, I thought it was an easy dub, um, and then that happens, and I was kind of excited myself, even though I gave Usman to go the distance out on the show last week. Yeah, I was too Friday. late. I was too late to get the, the the women into my parlay. So my parlay was still alive. Oh, wow. Um, And I just didn't even care. I was just happy. Like, it was one of the most incredible events I've ever seen in sports. I don't even think I can do it justice by talking about it. The, the way that you have to understand is to hear the call leading up to it, which is just yeah. Joe Rogan and Daniel Cormier just roasting Leon Edwards for being mm-hmm. like, ah, this guy, he's just throwing in the towel. All he wants to do is make it to the last buzzer. Like, this is kind of sad to watch, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, bang, drops him. And, it, like, Joe Rogan had to watch the replay, like, a hundred times after the fight. He just kept being like, can we see that again? Can we see that again? Because he was just, like, <laughs> still in shock. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, his shin and, like, plant of his foot just took out like a quarter of his face um just insane and i mean not too dissimilar to how the rapids game ended where the pids dominated and uh you know just packed it in in the final minute only to get tied up at the death the i and i devastated sitting together um three generations of simones devastated um but you know that's that's sports for you, bro. That's why we Grandma stay engaged the whole time. My mom, my mom oh. and daughter. So you know, it's uh, bookends right. on my side. Three generations. Dude, not wow. that. Um, yeah. Last thing I'll say is, who's the third guy that calls uh, the fights with Rogan and Cormier? 
Um, oh, yep, yep. He's the he's the he's the guy who probably went to broadcast school. Um, yes. I, I don't know his name, but I know Damn, who you're talking I feel about. Bad. I feel bad not knowing his name because I'm about to pay him the ultimate compliment. I think that that trio is the best broadcast booth in sports. Great trio. Yeah. They're so good, dude. Like mm-hmm. their energy, their excitement over the fights. Um, you know, say what you will about Rogan's podcast, but just on those on those um, calls, those guys are I would say flawless. Like it's as yeah. good as it gets yeah. when when watching sports. And that adds a lot um, to mm-hmm. those broadcasts. Like it, it almost makes the pay-per-view itself worth it. Yeah, it really kind of closes that knowledge gap that we have, right? Is just having those guys on the call. Um, and yeah, say what you will about Joe Rogan, but the comedic chops and the fact, you know, it'd be like if Mike Tirico was training to be a center, like in his spare time. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. and could share those insights. That's uh, it's very good, very good. Yeah, it was great. Um, okay, let's get into our big threes tonight. We have been handed a blessing by the betting gods, uh, which is a Monday night football game in August. Um, Bless. like that. That's as good as it gets. So thank you to the football gods and the betting gods for collabing on this one. Yeah, um, and let's bring it up. All right, here you go. I'm going all football all the time. Uh, to mm. be honest, I don't Incredible. really think there's any other sports happening tonight, so I'm kind of trapped here. <laughs> um, so I, there's yep. only three things you can bet on in this entire game. We're, bet- we're betting on all three of them. Um, and it starts with the one I'm most confident in, which is Whoa. the under 38. Um, nonsensor. Oh, no, not a nonsensor. Yeah. I'm not, I am I can't take overs on these shit quarterbacks. I just can't do it. I know it's I come know. back to bite me a couple times. I know. Um, but I'm just going to keep going back to the well. It's kind of like a sunk cost fallacy at this point. Yes. I don't care. Yes. Uh, you know, you, you go to the same slot machine enough times, you're going to hit the jackpot eventually. Um, mm. So I'm taking the under there and the under in the first half. Uh, I really hate these quarterback rooms, especially with no Zach Wilson. Um, and I don't think you're going to see that much Flacco. So that's my big thing is that, you know, they're not going to play Joe Flacco a bunch. I don't think just because of, you know, who they have, uh, like, you know, you can't get injured now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I let under 38 in the game, under 20 in the first half. And then I'm, I'm going uh, Jets money line. Um, I had nice. to make a play. I had to make a pick here. I don't think the difference between these two teams is significant at all. Um and I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Jets here. I so love the first half value. under. I love the first half under. That is great value on the Jets, who I do think are being underestimated. Both these teams one and zero in the preseason coming into this one. Both scored over 23 points in the last game, and Zachy Wilson being out to me, and we can go to my big three is a selling point because. Not a fan of Zachy Wilson. Big, big, big Mike White guy. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, he would have been Mr. White. And that's just just adds to the legend. If, if we were in New York, I would be pushing hard for that shirt. A Mr. White uh, Reservoir Dog inspired. Um, so I like the under 20 to start the game. These are going to be slow starters. But I just think garbage time. We're going to see a lot of points. And... Um, yeah, as bad as the offenses are, I think the defenses are just as bad as well. Fair um, enough. So I'm going with the over. 
I'm and I'm I'm tap, you know, I, I miss him dearly, big market D line, as he's you know uh, affectionately known. Mingling with our people in Serbia, kind of uh, taking the big market D line label off one one uh, Serbian native food at a time, you know, as he he explores Sambor right now. Um, so I'm tapping into that with some baseball picks. By the way, when I jumped in on this overrun, it moved before I could even submit the pick. I always like to be in the direction the movements in. But anyways, Maxi Scherzi ever heard of him um hitting this prop at a two to one ratio and we know he's a big game hunter he's taken on the slump and yanks had to learn the hard way about the slump and yanks shout out to our guy k Goss, the rap god who k'd him seven times in my friday pick needed that one with uzman blowing it um so yeah give me maxi shirzy over six and a half k's very modest and then ryan Something we know is Chicago baseball because we follow those guys from CHGO. They're on our timeline. Yeah, tell me. Really quick, I just realized we had a non-sensor the other night um, with the rarest of outcomes. We both lost. Whoa, what was the non-sensor? I had under four and a half rounds, and you had to win by decision. Holy shit. And it went over four and a half rounds, and he lost. Dang, that's insane. Yeah, you there just was literally a two minute uh window in the whole fight where we could have lost that and it happened. That's insane. I mean, you really never see those like last minute Ks. No. Um it's Leon Edwards or like Derek Lewis gets the lucky with a freak KO. But um back to the struggles of Chicago baseball. Cards very much in the hunt. Cubs, not so much. Um so give me the Cardinals in that great rivalry out in the Midwest. And, um, you know, boom, there you go. Big three. Feel goodish about it. The ones you feel goodish, not great about, are the ones that always hit. So That's that true. I feel great about. Yeah. That's true. Uh, you feel great about feeling goodish. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right, Dre. Uh, let's remind the people about the good old DraftKings Sportsbook where you can get in on all this stuff. Bet five on any college football matchup or any college football line. Um, you could take Buffs over three and a half, Rams over five and a half, or sorry, three, not three and a half. Uh, Rams over mm-hmm. five and a half. Um, Rams searching for the first time since 2017 when they've won as many games as the Buffs in a season. Um, so wow. uh, they're favored to do that this year. You can bet on either of those or anything else, and you'll get $200 in free bets, too. $100 in free bets, which is a fantastic deal from our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Just remember to use the code DNVR when you sign up for that incredible deal. Uh, and you can get in on all the other great things going on at DraftKings. Um, so, ch- again, check it out. DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up. Look at this new graphic. Must be 21 Whoa. or older card only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Um, you talking about the Rams reminded me of this. Scott Frost essentially bragging that he's his O-linemen are puking during workouts. That's how tone deaf and idiotic that man is. Um, Tone deaf is the perfect word. I couldn't believe that when I heard it. Absurd. Jake Schwanitz just naturally kind of 
stuck that into the draft pod and I was like, oh my God, this this guy is such a buff already, doesn't even realize it. We need a nickname for Jake. I don't I don't want to be saying his whole his full name all the time, but there's a That's lot of true. a lot of Jake's running around out there, so we, we gotta yeah. come up with something fresh. How um, about Schwan man? Ooh, the Schwan the Schwanny. Oh, 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 oh the Schwanny. I love that. I love Dude. that. Um, do you ever do you remember Stump the Schwami? Never in my life have oh, I no. wanted to be a fat obese nerd like Wait, when I wasn't saw that actually called Stump the Schwab? It was a different guy. The Schwami is Chris Berman, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. But the, the Schwab was a different guy. The names are real close, and everyone knows names give me a hard time. Met um, you know, Yaya's newly new bride uh his wife and butchered her name a couple times so really isn't she also myself. just yaya that god i could have used that advice before embarrassing yeah. myself yeah yeah it's that sounds about yaya right. and yaya it's like a <laughs> amazing it's amazing it's cop out. Yeah. yep um all right uh what's our dilemma of the day or do we have one you never know our Monday Night Football lock. All right, Trey. Well, we've got a non-sensor. <laughs> we've got three options. Or no, actually, I didn't bet on the spread. It's the one thing that you could bet on. Uh, maybe that actually leads us down the right path. Is it oh. Jets plus four and a half? Now we're talking. Yeah, so I we think. We both like the Jets. The money line is obviously extra juice. But at minus 110 for plus four and a half, that might be the move. I really am convinced Arthur Smith, there's just some weird money laundering stuff going on. I don't think they're I don't think the Falcons are invested in his success as a coach. I don't think he's invested in his success as a coach. I shouldn't I shouldn't think this way, but he he comes from like a billionaire family, so I kind of think this job doesn't matter as much to him as others. Um Yeah. So yeah, but- I'm I smell, I smell something fraudulent going on around there. So yeah, give me the Jets spread. Good thinking, Ryan. Good thinking. I, a lot of, a lot of coaches are like, yeah, like, uh, I grew up. My dad was a coal miner in West Virginia. Like we were scraping by paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> Some nights we only had a loaf of bread for dinner. And like Arthur Smith's like, yeah, like my dad owned a coal factory. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't. What's he even doing coaching football? I don't know. It's kind of. I actually kind of have to go the other way and say I respect it because coaching mm. football is a shitty job. Oh, the shittiest. <laughs> like yeah. it's that is not uh, the, the quality of life that comes along with being a football coach is way down. Now, obviously, I'm not comparing it to actually hard jobs um, right. because true. you're getting paid millions of dollars. But in terms of, like, things you could do while you're rich, coaching football is very low on the list. Except for, like, maybe high school football where you're just like, oh, yeah, I want to, like, fuck around and drop cool plays. Um, right. You want to, like, re- you want to enact my strategy that the lateral is criminal used in football. I'm like, that makes sense. Right. But I have to respect him for, like, being willing to put the, put the work in. Unless he doesn't put the work in and he just coasts by. I don't know. Right. I mean, I, I you never see a second-year head coach, and they're like, eh, we just downgraded that quarterback. Have fun with it. Yeah, I will. Yeah. We don't have a plan in place. You'll probably be fired by, like, week six. Don't worry about it. We got Marcus Mariota. He's fast. <laughs> Some Madden shit. 
Yeah, like Dre was a big fan in his 2013 big board, so have no fear. It's we're good. We're good. We're good. What? Um, yeah, won't catch me coaching football when I'm rich. Tell you that. Oh, indeed. When these bets hit, right, Ryan? By the way, three birdies for your boy on the back nine yesterday. Um, should have been four. I had an eight footer on 17 that I just missed oh. by a quarter inch. I've only had four birdies on one half of the uh, once ever, uh, but I shot one under on the back. Notably, had a better score yesterday. Maybe a slightly different golf course, maybe not. Uh, I had a better score yesterday than Colin Morikawa. Um, so Colin didn't well, get it done for us, huh? Bro, he comes into the day three off the lead, goes bonkers on Saturday. I think he shot six under on Saturday. Yeah. You want to know what he shot yesterday, dude? I probably don't, but you you should tell me for for the sake of this podcast. He shot seventy nine. What? Yes, I I had to triple take the leaderboard because I forgot to pay attention at all during the day, and so like at the end of the tournament, I'm like, all right, oh okay, we didn't win. Wait, where's Colin? Where's Colin? I scroll down. I'm like, what? Scroll back up. Where's Colin? Where's Colin? Just don't see him. He had fallen. All the way, like, way down. Oh. I don't know what the hell happened to him. That's not the Colin I know. The Colin I know, if he's in the hunt coming into Sunday, that's where he, everyone's in trouble. Yeah, just starts tossing darts like he's at a British pub. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a, that's a Ted Lasso reference for those. So, yeah, I picked up four strokes on Colin yesterday. Oh, damn. But good for you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. If I could have just hit driver well off of the front nine, I probably would have had a chance to have my best round of my life. But Tank, bro. alas, I could not get off the tee until the ninth hole. Ten and hole. again, we joke about live, but, you know, a few more rounds like that, I think you're getting the call. I mean, if you could have seen the darts I was throwing late in that round, live would, live would have been interested. Hmm. I don't doubt. I don't doubt as well. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. There's mutual interest between both sides. All right. There's also um, mutual interest in ending this show right here. Got some hard outs uh, to abide by. So that's going to wrap it up for us. We will catch you tomorrow on DNVR Bets Daily.